Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, welcome to the Armor Report. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. As always, this is a show about stock market investing. Um, this is a live trading desk. I'm managing my own assets and that of investors through our interactive brokers relationship. I've got computers all around me. I'm involved in um, I'm trading both on a day level, top day level, and a multi-day level, and then building investing portfolios. So again, we have a very volatile day. It's been a volatile week. This is the week in review. I try to every Friday come at you at 1130 and just share with you what our risk management algorithms are telling us about managing portfolios, whether they be short-term portfolios or you know, multi-month, multi-year portfolio strategies. We can use these algorithms to help improve um, our performance and how we tackle the environment that we're in, which, let's be honest, is a crazy environment. So I'm going to get to that in a minute. Um, we're going to talk about the algorithm setups. We have specific algorithms geared towards the investment in six indexes that we use to drive all of our risk management decisions. That's um, the S&P, the Dow, and by the way, we use exchange-traded funds to do this. This is very easy for you to follow along. This is not, uh, has, this has nothing to do with futures and options or anything like that. We literally have an account where all we do is own the exchange-traded funds, SPY, QQQ, and the small cap index. That's it. That's all we do for one account, which I highlight for you on our webpage, RosenthalCapital.com. You can see the allocations to all of these, these four separate types of model portfolios at Interactive Brokers. So what you're going to see if you go to the webpage, RosenthalCapital.com, you scroll down, you're going to see we're risk off across the board on all of our investments, um, our, on all of our uh, index algorithms. I discussed this with you on Monday, so let's repeat because this is a bit of a weekend review. Um, when we say risk off on all of those six indexes, it means each investor, I don't know you, so you have to make these decisions for yourself. This is just an educational show to help you understand how a professional manages risk and share with you algorithms that you would not have access to in any other format. Um, institutions, professionals spend a lot of time and money building algorithms. And, um, you know, it's another example of how the bigger investor has a bit of an advantage over the individual. Professionals have access to this information. And so I'm just trying to give back a bit and share with you how we use these algorithms to manage our risk. But you're going to have to take the information on your own and figure out what it means for you, since I don't know you and I couldn't tell you how to manage your portfolio. So when we said on Monday, risk off across the board, what it meant was that whatever cash position you're willing to hold in a portfolio, now's the time to do it. You don't have to sell everything that moment. You can sell on rallies like we got in the middle of the week. But whatever it is, you raise some cash because the environment 
is at a stress point that could get really ugly. And that's why I titled this week in review, Stock Market Collapse. You might say to me, that doesn't make any sense because the market's up in the last couple of days. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to explain to you what I think about that. So we're going to talk more about the algorithms and risk management. And then I'm going to drive down a little bit into our favorite investment theme, which is cannabis. I'm going to discuss with you what that group looks like, what our algorithms say about that group, where our stops are, that kind of thing. And then I'm going to round out with a new idea for you guys to focus on if you're not already there. And that's going to be gold and silver. We have to talk about that for a minute. I want to share a chart pattern with you that's very important for you to look at. Because it kind of ties into this stock market volatility. And it may be giving us a clue about where the equity markets are going over the next couple of months. So on Monday, risk off on all of the exchange-traded funds that we monitor with our proprietary algorithms. That's the SPY, the DIA, the QQQ, the IWM, the Momentum Index, MTUM, and um, the IBD50, FFTY. Now, the market ripped higher for a couple of days. That is totally normal. Totally. We have huge volatility. So the market plummets, then rips higher. And the rips higher and the plummets lower over the last 18 months have gotten more and more aggressive. So we all have this struggle as investors. Do we protect capital? Or do we make sure we're involved so we don't miss upside? That's a question you have to answer for yourself. Everybody's different. If you're a real aggressive investor, then the answer is, I can't miss upside. So you keep taking shots every time it looks like a window might open for the market to go higher and your stocks to go higher. If you're more on the conservative end, then you say, I don't really care if I miss a little blip in the market. I just want to have my capital committed at the best possible times where reward is worth the risk. Right now, risk is too high, so reward's not worth it. So I'm going to carry more cash, and I don't care if the market has a two- or three-day rally in the middle of the week that looks like everything's okay. So you have to really determine that for yourself. For the capital I manage... You know, we have four different model portfolios that our clients at Interactive Brokers link their accounts to, to immediately begin using these algorithms in their portfolios. We have a conservative, a balanced, aggressive, and index only. So you can infer, you can imagine what those portfolios look like. The conservative portfolios, more cash, aggressive, maybe some more action, balanced in the middle. Equity indexes are, that index portfolio is just strictly driven by algorithms. So there's no determining how much cash to hold or not cash to hold or all these type of things. It's just literally risk on or risk off. And right now it remains in a risk off position. So there's 100% cash in that index-only portfolio. 
what I would need to put capital to work again in that index-only portfolio is for really all six of the indexes to give us a risk-on opportunity within a 48-hour window. Okay? So sometimes one or two indexes will give you a risk-on opportunity, okay? And, and that's just kind of noise to me. So when the market had its rip higher this week, the NASDAQ and the small cap index told us to put risk on yesterday. We don't put risk on if only two of the six indexes tell us to get long. So we're still remaining cash. But just so you understand how this process works, if in the next 48 hours, which would be – so yesterday was the day to put risk on on the Qs and the small caps. Um, today or Monday, we'd have to get confirmation from the Dow and the S&P for us to put that money to work. The Dow and the S&P have told us not to put money to work, so we're not putting money to work, and the market's going down today. We're down pretty significantly today in the, in the, in the whole market, Right? Small caps are down 1.5%. NASDAQ's down 1.6%. So obviously putting risk on yesterday would have been a mistake. That's why we don't use only one index as our risk management guide. What we call this is confluence. And we find this to be the case across the board in all of our algorithms, whether it be intraday or multi-day. We need confluence to put capital to work. The reason for that, I think, confluence is becoming more and more important throughout the last 10 years, is that the markets are becoming more and more and more um, correlated. Everything seems to go up and down together. So that being the case, and I'm sharing with you statistical facts that our algorithm engines are, are um sharing with us every day as we learn from them. These algorithm engines reveal information that helps us build wealth. And I'm sharing with you one of those examples. Correlation is so high in the last 10 years and getting higher and higher over the last three to five years, over the last 18 months. That correlation is getting so high that confluence between indexes is very important. If only one or two indexes look like they're trying to put a risk-on opportunity, that's usually a sucker's bet is what I'm trying to tell you, to put it in plain English. When all six tell us it's time to put capital to work, that's when we get moves higher. That happened in June. On June 4th, I was on YouTube sharing with you the information. I said, risk on, here it is. And we had a big move in the market for two months. Now it's unraveling. So if there's a major reversal today and the markets trade dramatically higher for some reason and the S&P and the Dow give us risk on, hey, man, I'm all happy to put capital to work again. And I'll say this whole Trump-China trade war hysteria this week is over. 
Okay, if that happens today, or we get a reversal higher on Monday that gets our algos to tell us all six are risk on in a 48-hour window, I'll put risk on. But if we don't get that, then the key is to hold cash and be patient. You're not missing anything. You're not missing anything. If you have one takeaway from what I'm saying today, let me share this fact with you. And I shared it earlier in the week, but it, it's, it deserves more attention. The market was at all-time new highs. And then this week happened. And in six days, the market went from all-time new highs to an 18-month downtrend. Okay? In other words, had you bought 18 months ago, you would have been losing money on Monday over an 18-month window. So we went from all-time new highs to a losing streak over 18 months in six trading days. That is called massive risk, guys. That's massive risk. So now's the time to be patient and protect capital and wait for the right entries. Okay, let's shift gears now to gold and silver. I'm going to share with you a chart. I want you to see this. Okay. There. Okay, that's the price of gold. GLD is the, um, the uh, um, symbol for that ETF, GLD. Okay. You can see that we've broken three downtrends that go back to 2013 and a massive consolidation bottom. Now, I know a lot of people are on this trade. Well done. Well done. Got a big run up after a huge bottom. But what I want to bring it to your attention for this reason, two, actually two reasons. Number one, we probably have a long-term uh, trend change that's unfolding in gold. And therefore, as investors, we have to look for entry points. Right now, it's in a runaway mode. So I'm not saying to run after it. I'm certainly not doing that. But on consolidations back to this breakout point, we'll get a great buy opportunity. We're going to want to put some money to work in precious metals if we haven't done it already. Okay, some of our accounts here already have precious metals in them. But for those who don't, we had this explosion off the low over the last couple of months. And I highlight it not just for the opportunity to, to um, put it on your radar. If you've never invested in gold or silver, you need to start thinking about it because that's a major trend change after something like seven, eight years. And if that changes for real, that uptrend is going to go on for a long time. So what we want to do is be prepared for weakness so we can buy the next opportunity. But what it, what kind of disturbs me is that we have this 18 month window for the S and P of extreme volatility I mean, honestly, guys, I would tell you that that is a massive top that's building. Even though everyone gets excited because the market's at all-time new highs. If you go from all-time new highs to an 18-month downtrend in six trading days, what that really means is massive volatility that's building a top. Now, I, I haven't shorted stocks in a long time, and I'm not recommending we do that now. And the reason for that is you don't short stocks from the Fed's lowering interest rates when the Fed's adding liquidity. So 
pre-2008, I was shorting stocks saying the market's about to go into a recession, the economy is, and the market's going to roll over and break down. But post-2008 with central bank manipulation, I, I can't tell you to do that. All I can say is protect capital, raise cash, be defensive, because I don't know what the Fed's going to do next. I mean, shoot, Fed next month could drop interest rates 50 basis points and start adding to its balance sheet again, and the whole market will go up. So, you know, you can't, you can't forget that central bank manipulation has changed the way markets behave. Um, but when we look at gold break out of a major downtrend and silver doing it too, it begs the question, um, is something more nefarious at, you know, um, afoot in equity markets? I don't know. I don't know, but it certainly tells me I need to be cautious when money's flowing into those types of assets. So I'm not putting more capital to work unless I get all six algorithms telling me to put capital to work in a 48-hour window. Okay, so let's see what happens today at the close if we get some strength. Let's see what happens on Monday. If we get risk on across the board, I'll do it anyway, even though it seems like it's crazy the market may make new highs. I mean, when you have central banks involved in the economic process to such a degree, you can't argue with that. So you buy weakness. And God knows we've had weakness in the last eight days, even with this bounce. But as of right now, it's risk off, be defensive, wait for a better opportunity. And then I'll wrap up with marijuana, right? Our favorite investment is cannabis stocks. We keep looking for entries there. They keep going lower. I highlighted this week that we had a new risk on entry point in MJ. Let's take a look at it. Okay, there's your MJ. You have a couple of decent announcements out of some of the big licensed producers in Canada. Okay, it pops up. It comes down a bit. It's coming down again today. The stop is clearly this green line in here, okay? Going back to the Constellation brands, $4 billion investment into Canopy. That's right at this price. So if it breaks below that price, I don't really have an interest in owning it. There's something very odd going on, and I'll wait for you know, weakness again and another reversal. As you can see, it crushed through in the uh, sell-off last year where the whole market was getting destroyed, and then it had a rip and rally higher. Now we're back down to it. So if we set up a nice base in here, if we can hold that low, if we can get past the canopy earnings announcement next week and everything's okay, and this base and this bottom holds, this is the area where we want to be looking to buy the weakness over the last few months. Okay? Not buying it aggressively yet. Not buying it aggressively yet. You know why? See this right here? I'm putting up a picture for you guys so you can see as I talk what I think about the market. That's a big bear claw. Okay? When that changes, when you see a bull up there, I'll be more aggressive when it comes to buying any of these other assets. But if our big indexes tell us raise cash to be defensive and we get a risk-on opportunity in MJ, for instance, because the Kronos announcements behind us and Afria and, and – and, um, Aurora Cannabis are having some decent announcements, and the, the concerns about CanTrust are beginning to fade, and we're getting a bottom right at a key price point. I'm going to put some money to work, but it's going to be very small, toe-in-the-water type thing, 
because these stocks aren't going to go up if the whole market reverses and implodes. Okay, so the market dives back down to the lows of this week. My guess is marijuana stocks are going to break that trend line, that support. But if everything settles out here and we start to march higher again in the market, this is the price point to be finishing your homework, finding your favorite cannabis names, starting to add into the portfolio if they set up correctly. I'm starting in my portfolio with MJ because I get the whole group and I don't have to worry about one particular blow up. You can do whatever you want, but I'm tasting it right now. And I'm going to see how this action behaves, and then I'll add to it if I'm getting paid. I hope this has been helpful, guys. I, I wish you the best of luck um, uh, today and hopefully the whole week. Hope I'm helping you out. If you enjoy these uh, live streams, please subscribe. Please comment. Let me know what you're thinking. Okay? Certainly give me a thumbs up. That helps me out in the rankings. That's how you can give back if you want. All right. Have a great weekend, guys, and I'll talk to you again on Monday, 1130.